the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know a place where we can go. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs, a local community faith program from 100.7. The Word. And welcome to Crosswalk Colorado Springs, a live and local program right here on The Word, FM 100.7 FM in Colorado Springs. I'm so excited to be in the studio with my friends Greg and Aaron Smalley. From Focus on the Family, guys, welcome into the studio. Have you guys been here before? We have never been invited, so this is, we we feel so honored. Shots fired We did not even know this was here, but we found it today. We just showed up. Well, we've only been in this building for 25 years, so I mean, I could see how you might not know. I mean, when you just, when we stand at the window and just keep knocking, eventually we knew someone would let us in, so it's good to be let in out of the cold weather. We're in that really remote cross-section of Woodman and Interstate 25. I know it's hard to find, um, but I'm glad you guys made it. Mm -hmm. And welcome to um, Salem, Colorado Springs. Thank you. We're excited to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, well, you're here because we're going to be talking about Resist the Drift Marriage Conference. And that's coming up February 24th and 25th on the Focus on the Family campus, and uh, we've been working on this thing. Well, we've been thinking about working with you at Focus with marriage conferences for years. Oh, we've talked about it for years, literally. We we literally have talked about it for years, and it's coming up now, and it's going to be in four other big cities, Atlanta, Mm. Los Angeles, Dallas, and Phoenix. But this is the first one. This is. And we're super excited. I've I've seen you guys in person. I mean, you've personally ministered to Michelle and I in many, many ways. I'm so grateful Mm. for your humor, Greg, and just your transparency, the authenticity that both of you guys have. So many great little practical tools and things that you're able to share that help us. Uh, And uh, but but let's just start at the beginning. So you are the vice president of Focus on the Family Marriage. Yes. That is a try, big mantle. Try having that in your title. Because <laughs> usually I get, well, are you married? Yes. Well, then how long have you been married? Well, 30 years. And then is mm-hmm. the inevitable, well, what would your wife say about your marriage? So that's why I brought her. <laughs> yes, so she could. So I can tell the truth. She could tell you all the, all the amazing <laughs> things about me as a husband. Well, I love your modesty, and you're, <laughs> you're doing great. So the far. humility just drips. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> well, and and you, but you've been with Focus a long time. Of course, your dad yeah. was involved in marriage ministry, connected to Focus. And yeah, really Gary Smalley. Quick. Actually, when I first got to Focus, so twelve years ago, I walked to my office. You know, they're showing me around, and and I went, oh, haha, real funny. And so my boss kind of went, what What do you mean? And I went, well, look at the nameplate. And so the nameplate was Gary Smalley. And so, oh, he was so mad. You could hear him <laughs> with the facilities going, I'm telling you, it's Greg, not Gary. I hired him. It was just funny to listen 
to that. So well, I felt I, very welcomed, you know, yeah, being called Gary. So 12, 12 years ago, that's when you kind of officially came to work at Focus. Yeah. But you've been working in marriage ministry much longer than that. You had the National Institute of Marriage, yeah. I think, right? Yeah. 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 We, uh, where we kind of, this is about 20 years ago, started what's called a, a marriage intensive. We have a program called Hope Restored. And what's really awesome is just recently we surpassed 10,000 couples having had gone through wow. this, you know, for couples in crisis. And, and as we follow these couples over time, about 80% of them are still together. So we, we, we love that. Erin was a part of that, that original group. She's a counselor. Um, I'm a psychologist. So we've, we've just been in marriage ministry in some capacity for almost as long as we've been married. No kidding. Now, I just want to go back. That's an incredible statistic. So the folks that actually come to you for Hope Restored— and their marriage is literally in crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're saying after kind of hanging out with you guys for a few days or a weekend and you follow them, 80% mm-hmm. are still together. Yeah, it's miraculous. That is such a great statistic. And mm-hmm. so it's 80% do really, really well. I do a lot of the aftercare calls. They provide calls with a licensed Christian counselor to the um, participants to make sure that these changes that they've learned, these new new tools, new skills that they're implemented at home, because so often when they get home, these couples arrive back to their daily routine. Sometimes they get sucked back into the old way. Right. And so then they have someone like me calling and going, oh, no, no, remember, we learned this new way. And it's amazing how then they start a, they start to fall back in line and get back on track of moving forward. And then, and then those habits, you know, are formed over right. time and you can kind of correct kind of those negative patterns, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of got them into the ditch in the first place. Correct. Correct. I worked with a couple recently. They'd been married 53 years. So we had 53 years of stuff to process. Well, they did at the intensive and then I was able to meet with them and encourage them to keep moving that cycle forward and into a more positive pattern. Wow. Hey, if you just joined us, you're listening to Crosswalk Colorado Springs. This is KGFT, The Word, 100.7 FM. I'm your host today, Chris Gould, and I'm in the studio with Greg and Aaron Smalley from Focus on the Family. They're going to be kind of, I guess you, you would be the hosts of the Resist the Drift Marriage Conference coming up in just a few weeks here um, in Colorado Springs. Friday, February 24th, and Saturday, February 25th. Um, I'm real excited about that Resist the Drift. Yeah. Now, um, I can't help but really closely identify with those words, Resist the Drift. I mean, sometimes I'm on my phone, and I don't think I'm drifting away from my wife, but she does. <laughs> and then there's many times, actually, she's on her phone and literally <laughs> drifting away from me. It's really amazing how it's all about perspective, but you can just drift apart. It happens. Every marriage goes through that. Mm-hmm. It, and a matter of fact, you get married and you're so you know, focused on each other, but then you begin your life and you start maybe adding children to the mix or building a household, building a career, going to school, whatever, and your eyes can get distracted with these other good things. But then you begin to drift from each other. And this really, this happened 
I mean, we we deal with this all the time. I mean, it, it's it's not like you're either connected or not. I mean, we we all go, we move in and out of connection. But but specifically, though, about seven years into our marriage, my very first marriage book was coming out. So I was really excited. I was starting to do all the press tour kind of stuff. So it's called The Marriage You've Always Dreamed Of. <laughs> and Aaron came to me in tears and just said, you know, I feel so disconnected. It feels like we're nothing more than married roommates in, in what she didn't say, which I figured she was thinking is that, yeah, whatever we have, this is not the marriage that I've always dreamed about. And, and you talk about awkward having to go out and talk about marriage you've always dreamed of when my own wife is, is just sad because we're so disconnected. And it really, for us, it became that time to where we went, what are we going to do about this? Mm-hmm. Are we just going to keep it coexisting or are we going to do something and, and change this? And I'm so grateful that we, you know, went to talk to a Christian counselor. We, we got involved with some mentors I and mean, we started to learn to how, how do we really stay connected? You know, Greg, I just love the way you even just said that, you know, because that's, that's what I love about you, your authenticity. You're not afraid. You're transparent. You're, you know, able to kind of share the truth yeah. of what you were going through. And I'm kind of thinking about a time that that was the same for my marriage. Mm. So uh, for those listening, you're going to have a chance to meet these great folks right on the campus of Focus on the Family for the Resist the Drift Marriage Conference being held February 24th and 25th as I said, right in Colorado Springs at the Focus on the Family campus. Um, It's going to be all decked out just for you. If you haven't been there, it's a tremendous campus, safe, fun location. And um, I think there's going to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people there. It looks like it. And so we're real excited about it. You can make plans to attend by going to resistthedrift.com or go to the Focus website and get your tickets today. We're going to be back with Greg and Aaron Smalley in just a couple minutes after this short break here on FM 100.7 FM, The Word, KGFT. And you showed up and patched me up like you do every time. I get amnesia. Crosswalk, Colorado Springs on 100.7, The Word. Welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs, right here on The Word, 100.7 FM. I'm your host, Chris Gould, in the studio with Greg and Aaron Smalley. Guys, uh, during the break, we're just kind of comparing notes on what it really takes to be sweet to your wife or your husband. It's really interesting when you start kind of comparing those stories, what's really sweet to one woman really isn't to someone else. Right, exactly. You better figure that out pretty quick if you're getting married. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's why Gary Chapman's The Five Love Languages is like the most popular marriage book of all time. Right. Because sure. he simplified it for us. Exactly. Like what, yeah, what happens that makes you feel loved. Now for you, Aaron, is it acts of service? Um, is it touch? Or? Oh, it's gifts. No, it's gifts. gifts. So exactly oh, what man, we were gifts. talking about. Gift cards, gifts. I do flowers. like words of affirmation, but flowers will do cash. I mean, any, cash of, is that, good. <laughs> any of that's great. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. I mean, cash is king. And so especially <laughs> if she's going out for a pedicure, manicure, and she can get the extra, you know, treatment or whatever. Right. <laughs> for uh, sure. Totally. Sweetheart. Yeah. Oh, and especially for, for my wife, 
the gift cards, she loves those. So it makes it so easy on me because she goes, you know, I get the, the joy of like unwrapping and then I get the joy of then later on going shopping. So it's like a two for one. Yeah. It just keeps so. giving over and over again. Yeah. Gifts. That's, gift that's not my thing. Giving. Yes. What's mine? <laughs> what is my, cause it's not gifts. No, it is. Uh, Although I'll take cash. Chris, you do like, you offering. do like cash. You like quality <laughs> time and physical touch. Yeah. An affirmation. Yes. Yes, you do like affirmation, but he does not like gifts. Gifts are not his thing. Right. Where I love gifts. And so I, for like the first 10 years of our marriage, I would buy him gifts. And he didn't. She'd go to the store, bring back a new it. shirt, and I'd be like, oh. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Now and I, I gotta was go so figure excited. out where to hang this thing and keep it clean <laughs> and it looks like the eighteen other ones you've brought me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not your thing, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, that, that which is part of the journey of marriage is just the the joy of rediscovering these things about each other. Like what what is it that, that in this new season that, that you know we each like? See, maybe in a new season you will love getting gifts in that shirt. It'll mean something new to you. Does it really change (laughs) over time? I mean, I guess maybe there's a few things that could change, but the physical touch, still really important in in our marriage. And then words of affirmation for me, that'll go 100,000 miles compared to, did you fix the door yet, (laughs) sweetheart? (laughs) And there's actually research that um, talks about that, that a husband loves to receive affirmation from his wife more than in, from anyone else mm. throughout the day. And so often I would think Greg, you know, during the day at Focus would be getting complimented for the job he's doing. And even if he did get complimented, but we find that men don't compliment each other mm-hmm. like the way women do. We are very... Um, Although Chris looks great today. Yes. He's all, he's, Thank you, Greg. And you're... You're all dressed up for us. You got a tie on. You got a suit. Thank I was impressed. You. Thank you, Greg. Very impressive. But typically, so you're different. <laughs> you yeah. guys are complimenting each other. She which just is called nice. us different. Yeah. Did you hear that too? But, I'm okay with that. That's yes, true. but as That's women, fair. we do that so naturally, right? And but the bottom line, when Greg gets home from work, if I can affirm him or compliment him just once. They say that that improves his experience of the marriage. Oh, Aaron, really, let me just confirm that. So even even just um, getting ready in the morning and if I come down, she's down making my lunch or, you know, or, you know doing the dishes whatever, or whatever. Yeah. And, I, and she turns around. It, it only takes a split second. But if she goes, wow, you look terrific. Man, the oh, rest of my, melt. I'm just on the way <laughs> yeah. to a good day. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're riding the cloud into work that day. Here's what I would say, though, is that I agree with you in a very broad, broad sense. You know, I mean, I've always loved affirmation or quality time. That doesn't change. But what changes over time is exactly how that plays out. Mm. Will, will be can be very, very different. So, for example, if Aaron says, yeah, I love gifts. Well, you know, over the course of our marriage, how, what kind of gift she really wants or likes, enjoys, will be very different. You know, mm-hmm. f- quality time. Mm-hmm. That that changes in exactly how I like to spend time with Aaron. And, and so, you know, acts of service or whatever it is, the, the point is, and, and we talk about this in Resist, we talk about this in Resist the Drift, this is such an important part, is that I have to be committed to staying curious about Aaron 
and making sure that I'm rediscovering her because she's always changing. Right. And, and if I do that, if I keep updating my knowledge and keep learning mm-hmm. about her, there's a great verse in Proverbs, I think it's 519, that says, uh, learn her ways often. In other words, just, just just stay on top of that. Like that requires questions. So then I need to be committed to go, okay, let me let me keep asking, you know, what are you thinking about, dreaming about, feeling, and just just all those kinds of questions that just keeps my knowledge current and, and fresh so that I know how in the season, yeah, what kind of gift really matters to her. Because otherwise I could bring her something she'd go, eh. Yeah, like coffee. My coffee order is constantly changing. And so if you brought me what I liked for coffee 10 years ago, yeah, it wouldn't hit the mark. No. I would in, I'd appreciate the thought and appreciate She'd you. throw it at me probably. But, but get you awkward. have to pay attention to those details because yes. that demonstrates yes. that you're paying attention and that you really do care. And you're and, growing with each other yeah. in, in, in side by side versus waking up one day going, man, I'm married to a stranger. Like, I don't know you anymore. <laughs> if you just joined us, that's the voice of Greg Smalley, his wife, Erin, and they're the hosts of the Resist the Drift Marriage Conference, which is coming up on Friday, February 24th, and Saturday morning, February 25th. Guys, you, you're looking forward to that conference right here, kind of hometown crowd. I was at the Sea Life, packed out in the chapel, mm. thousands of people, now you guys are going to get a crowd like that for marriage. You must be psyched. We are so excited because we travel around and do marriage events around the country. But where we love to do the most is right here, mm. where we live with our people. And oh. you get a big group of people who who all are passionate about marriage, regardless of, of how your marriage is doing. If you're there, that means you want to grow and learn and, and keep moving forward, which is that's the goal. But man, get everybody together. We're laughing, and there's energy there. We're learning easy, simple things to that, that can help my marriage today. That that that's what we love doing. We love being honest and real about our own marriage and our struggles, but in a funny way. Yeah. And so I promise you will do so much laughing. That, that and that makes it fun for us as well. We just we love the laughter and mm-hmm. you know we love to banter with each other up on stage in a you know a very appropriate way. But just we just want to have fun and learn together. Yeah, you guys really do it super super well, and I, I can attest that you will be laughing your butts off when you get <laughs> inside the room and you're hanging out with these guys. Now there are three different kind of opportunities to connect with this resist the drift. Marriage Conference, I'll just tell you a little bit about that. There is a premium experience, which gets you kind of a VIP treatment, some food before the conference. Yeah, we'll get to hang out with you before the show starts. Yeah, you guys will be there. Yeah, really looking forward to that. General admission tickets, which, again, gets you into the venue and uh, the workbook and all the other goodies that will come along with that. And then there is a pastor's experience, which— We're really excited about this to be able to offer these tickets complimentary, focus on the family in Salem, partnering together for pastors and their wives for um, just no expense. We just want you to come. We know it's really difficult, and we've just got about a minute left, but I know you can speak to that. Greg, about the life of a pastor. Yeah. And, you know, you always feel like your marriage, your life, your family is under kind of that microscope. It's busy, a lot going on. Um, that calling 
I mean, it, 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 it's tough then to focus on the marriage and, and to have those, those times, which is why I love about this relationship come and you're going to laugh and take away a couple things that, that you can instantly apply in, in your marriage. And it's fun for a pastor to be able to not have to be the one, you know, up on stage. We can just sit back and, and just, I can hold my wife's hand and put my arm around her and you're going to have some good dialogue throughout. And I promise that, that you'll be more connected mm-hmm. just by coming to this weekend event. Perfect. Thanks. Hey, we got to take a quick break. You're listening to FM 100.7, The Word, KGFT. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs. We'll be right back with Greg and Aaron Small. This is Crosswalk Colorado Springs on 100.7, The Word. And welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs in the studio today with Greg and Aaron Smalley. Greg serves as the Vice President of Marriage for Focus on the Family. And the two of them will be your host at Resist the Drift coming up February 24th and 25th, Friday, Saturday, right here in Colorado Springs. Tickets are available at resistthedrift.com or go to Focus on the Family and you can find the tickets right there. And um, we were talking earlier a little bit about the um, vision for this, you know, hundreds of people, hundreds of couples in the room. What what would your kind of hope be for the folks that end up in that room after the event's over? My hope is that they come. I mean, it starts on Friday night. It just goes till 12, 1230 on Saturday. And just that they can come there and relax together have a time of connection between a husband and a wife that they will laugh because Greg is really funny. <laughs> Sometimes I'm funny, but Greg I'm is not really only funny. a pretty face. I yes. can be funny at times. I love that humility. It just yes. shines through. Yes. But then that, you know, not just laughter, but we'll equip them with easy tools and skills that they can walk out the door and apply to mm. their relationship. And actually we'll give them opportunity to connect during the event. I know people hate it. They're like, oh, we're at a marriage seminar and you're going to make us talk to each other. <laughs> yes, just a little bit. Not not extensively, but we'll give you an opportunity to begin some of those conversations. Cool. Greg? Yeah, I. my hope is that, that, that couples will leave there with a better sense of w- what kind of gets in the way of our connection. Why do we start to drift? Because it's different for everyone. Like if it's... Like if this is a young couple, maybe with young kids, they're probably totally exhausted. Well, we have a whole session just on, you know, how do we make sure that we're staying full so that we have something to give? We'll talk about figuring out what gives you rest, what gives you life. You know, so for some couples, it's just they're really, really busy in in their their fear so they're they're hearing this going, I don't want to go because they're going to give me 10 more things that we need to do to keep our marriage strong that we and don't we have time do to do. we can't do what we got on our plate already. Mm-hmm. And so we start the whole event by, by talking to this group and saying, relax, we're not going to give you any more to do. What we actually want to show you is that you're already doing things. We guarantee it that, that actually strengthen your connection. You probably just aren't aware that you're doing it. So to help them become aware of these simple things that's already happening and how that can, and how that can really help their connection. That's what, what we get excited about. So it's, it's really giving that, 
just that that clear understanding, oh, this is why we tend to disconnect. And then some very simple, easy to use ways to do that. But what I hate is going to an event and all of a sudden the, the speaker is like, yeah, here's the problem and here's five things that you've got to remember to do. The most that we ever talk about, and, and we kind of make this a joke along the way, is that, hey, we're going to talk about two things. So we always just share, here's here's two ways to combat whatever is the reason why you're feeling disconnected. Cool, cool. Now, um, you guys have four kids. Uh, Michelle and I, we have four kids. Um, you've got the ages range from 15 to 28. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so most of the kids are out of the house. Yes, and they- they come and go, though. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Out of the house kind of officially. <laughs> right but, right yeah. now, currently, yeah. we have one in the home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do understand how that works. Sometimes they come back for a prolonged season, which is perfectly fine and fun. Often it does present some challenges. But mm-hmm. um, just to give everybody a little context on where you guys are yeah. in, your, in your own marriage. So um, what I've really loved about our kids which range from 33 to 25. So we're a couple steps down the road from you guys. It's just, I love hanging out with my kids now Mm -hmm. because we've got this friendship and there is an admiration me to them and them to us. Now it's almost like a lot of the stuff we actually talked to them about over the years it actually stuck. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Did remember. They do remember pretty much most of it. Which yeah. is so encouraging, isn't it? It is. I was just telling Greg, we had all of our kids home at Christmas. And after they left, I was like, you know what? They're just good people. Mm. They're just quality people. And there's just something that is so heartwarming as a mom mm. and as a dad. However, one of our daughters, um, we have now acquired her 90-pound golden doodle. Okay. <laughs> that is a gift that keeps on yes. taking. Temporarily. She's going to take him back in August when she finishes grad school. But um, he's been a special little extra gift at our house in this season. And I love that, you know, along the way, we, one of the things that we've really tried to teach our kids beyond you know, the importance of their relationship with the Lord. So that's number one. But another thing that we've really tried to teach them and kind of how we say it is that you guys, our marriage is the sun. You as our children, you are the planets. You orbit us. We do not orbit you. This is not a child-centric home, which means that mom and I, like when we put you down, you know, when they were little, when we put you in bed. Hopefully you, not over yeah, Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> when, yeah, that would have been weird. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, when, when, when we put you down for, for bed, you stay in your bed because this is mom and dad time. This is how we keep our marriage strong. And, you know, it took a while, but they, they eventually got it. But even, you know, hearing them now talk about just the way that they respect that, yeah, mom and dad, they're going to do things by themselves that won't include us, and that's okay. We know that that's what they need to do to keep their marriage strong. And so I love that. They've, mm-hmm. they've learned that, and, and, you know, we hope that that's a part of what they do someday in, in their own marriage, just helping their kids to know that, man, God, number one, your mother, number two, and then you guys, and then from yeah, that's there. The, that's the right priority, sure. I, I do see a lot of couples today. I'm not exactly sure if it's true or not, but it seems like there's quite a bit of the kids are number one. Mm -hmm. And they even bump up against, you know, being above 
the relationship with God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always looked at it like a triangle with God at the top mm-hmm. and mom and dad on the bottom left and right corners of that triangle. So as we grow closer to God, we grow closer to each other. But there are a lot of families that it's put true. those kids up top. Yeah. Right. Up top. Especially post COVID. You know, our kids, you know, they were at home. They missed out on, you know, a year of sports and a year of activities. So it seems like post-COVID, although we're more tired because we came out of COVID tired, especially moms are, are I think we worry about, like, are our kids okay? Like, do we have to do two traveling teams, three traveling teams, you know, this and that and this activity and getting together with friends and on and on. And those are good things. But I don't think that should supersede this connection with God or the connection in the marriage. It's recognizing that what our kids are watching, mm-hmm. they're watching us and they're watching our marriage. That will be their blueprint for marriage, mm-hmm. what they're watching in our marriage. And so what an opportunity to take a Friday and a Saturday morning to come and to reconnect with our spouse. It's never too late to have that reconnection when we've drifted. You know, Greg, you got a keeper. Right I know. There. I mean, that is man. That's some serious wisdom, right? I was there. just thinking, that's what I want. <laughs> you can come to the conference too, Greg. Your I'll wife will be there. You. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. Great for you. <laughs> hey, we're running to our our last break. Our last segment coming up after the break, and we're talking with Greg and Aaron Smalley, primarily about resist the drift. This is a marriage conference that y'all can attend. Uh, just go to resist the drift. Dot com or go to Focus on the Family's website. You can even go to our website. It's up there. And uh, sign up. You can sign up for the premium experience. Uh, meet us a little earlier than uh, Friday evening. We'll have some um, heavy hors d'oeuvres and some refreshments, and Greg and Aaron will be there. You can ask us those really tough questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think you're going to get some. I think you'll get some for sure. We love it. And that's yeah. just from Chris's wife. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Thank you so much. <laughs> Michelle, if you're listening, I want to know what those questions are before. before. Yeah, there. can I preview? <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then pastors uh, come completely free for you and your wife. Uh, make plans to attend the Resist the Drift Marriage Conference right here in Colorado Springs. And uh, we'll be back right after this break on 100.7 FM, KGFT The Word. Where I talk a talk that I don't walk and miss the moments right before my eyes. Crosswalk, Colorado Springs on 100.7 The Word. Good God Almighty. And welcome back to Crosswalk Colorado Springs on FM 100.7 The Word. Great to have you listening. Today we've been in the studio, seems like for several hours. I know. know. It seems like forever. Sometimes they say it goes quick. This seems like, I mean, it's just fantastic. Well, I was just yawning, so I don't know what that says. Wake up over there, will you? Greg (laughs) and Aaron Smalley, the hosts of Resist the Drift. The marriage conference coming up here February 24th and 25th at Focus on the Family. We're working on this event, by the way, in four other major cities, including Phoenix, Los Angeles, Dallas, and Atlanta. So this is kind of the trial run. Yeah. We'll nice. see how you guys do. And yeah. You know, it's a lot of pressure. We feel lot. it. <laughs> And so Friday night, doors open um, at 5 p.m., the VIP or premium experience. 
uh, opens at 5.30 for pastors and the premium ticket holders. And then the conference begins at 6.30. Um, it'll run until about 9, 9.30. So, um, you know, there'll be worship. i uh, got a great worship band. Um, and just, it's going to be a great evening. I'm really super mm. excited. Then Saturday morning, doors open for attendees at 8.30. And uh, we'll be done right around noontime. And... Um, just looking forward to it, and especially after talking to you guys about it, I hope you're motivated to um, to attend and get involved. Uh, just go to resistthedrift.com for tickets. So, Greg, what is keeping you busy now when you're not on stage talking about how to keep your marriage together? You're probably our 15-year-old daughter, so that's our last one at home, and just we're just in that season to yeah. where just she's involved a lot of stuff at church, um, some things at school. And so I, that keeps me very busy. Mm-hmm. I get to date my wife. That keeps me, nice. that keeps me busy as well. Well, thank goodness. She's about, our daughter's about to get her driver's license. Yes. And you know, having had mm-hmm. four kids that that changes everything. It really does. Ugh, when they can drive, but I'll miss, like we have some really great conversations with her in the car and our time together. I'll miss that. That's, that's it. You'll still get to have that. You'll just let her drive and you'll put the seatbelt on in the passenger seat. <laughs> Make sure my Starbucks. airbag is yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> and grip the seat as hard as you can. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I'm not a, I, I'm a, a more of a, I, I hibernate during the winter time as far as getting out and doing stuff in, in Colorado as it's cold. Mm. That's not my thing, but uh, I just can't wait till the weather warms. And then I'm in the mountains fishing, hiking. Mm -hmm. We just, we love, we just have some favorite places that we just go to. We're out and about a lot. So this is kind of my rest and hibernate part of the year. Gotcha. Yeah. I look forward, maybe you can share some of those locations since we're so new. I'd love to know some of your favorite spots. Yeah, also, you lay a hundred dollar bill right on right on the table. Yes, here I will. Now. I could do. I could do I that. Will sell yes. those yes. places to you. Yes, sir. It's, it's a great <laughs> place. Yeah. Thank you so much for your generous spirit, <laughs> dear precious brother. <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron, how about you? What's keeping you busy when you're not speaking and teaching? Well, again, fifteen year old daughter, and you know, my husband has a lot of needs. As I'm very well. needy. So, but I'm also I can see that. I, yeah, I work at Focus, and then I'm also in private practice as a marriage counselor. Cool. So I spend quite a bit of time sitting with couples and talking about their relationship. But then I come home, and Greg loves it when I want to come home, or when I come home and I talk about our marriage. Yeah. No, I do. I I do like that. Yeah. <laughs> Let Is that the add, right answer? Yeah. I love oh, that. You guys are right that. on track. But yes. I, I wanted to just ask you, how mm-hmm. easy is it for someone to get a hold of a marriage counselor? I, mm-hmm. I'm not not sure. Maybe there's somebody even listening today that might feel mm-hmm. like, you know, boy, I could use that. Yes. Well, Focus on the Family has a unique um, opportunity. You can call them. And 1-800, the letter A, family, F-A-M-I-L-Y. And they have a referral network that they can refer you to counselors across the country, but even here in Colorado Springs. But with that comes one free session with a licensed Christian counselor to kind of help you navigate, like, what road do I need to get on as far as turning the ship 
turning the tides with my marriage? You know, what are my next steps? And Focus on the Family offers that for free, which is really a great resource and a great opportunity. Cool. So you've got the referral network from Focus, and then you've got these Resist the Drift Marriage Conferences. Mm -hmm. You're also, you're doing quite a bit of speaking, Mm -hmm. but you also have the Hope Restored, which we talked about in our first segment. Mm -hmm. Just refresh our memory on what's involved and how someone could get involved in Hope Restored. Yeah, you can go to Focus on the Family's website, focusonthefamily.com. Or you can um, Google uh, resist the drift. You can Google hoperestored.com. And what Hope Restored is, is it's an opportunity to go away to a marriage intensive. So it's intense, but it's supposed to be like that because it's for couples who feel stuck or they need just a hard reset. Maybe they're in crisis and they go and they have two counselors. There's group settings as well as individual settings. And you work in 80% of those couples walk away from Hope Restored, um, restored, which is just super exciting. And Mm -hmm. that's long term. They have followed these couples over the years. Greg mentioned in the first segment, we've just bypassed 10,000 couples have attended, which is amazing. That is. Got anything to add there, mister? (laughs) Well, well, and I used to lead these for a number of years and just to see how God can restore a marriage mm-hmm. yeah. and just the, the miracle. They're just amazing. I, mean, I, I would, you know, five couples in a group setting. I just remember there were times where I was just sitting there going, I have no idea where to go And God. You're going to give me the words or we're just all going to awkwardly sit here and, and just to see how he shows up mm-hmm. and what can actually happen. And, and we have people come up even after resist the drift conference and, and they'll talk about how, wow, we didn't even realize how disconnected we were until we started to talk about some things. And then to to take away, you know, just some real practical things. We were at, in Cody, Wyoming last weekend doing mm-hmm. Resist the Drift. So don't be jealous. And it was very Beautiful. cold, mm-hmm. very, very cold, cold, great spot. But there was a, a couple who had, uh, had it, they'd gone through a divorce and then they had gotten remarried to each other, but then they had just fallen into some, you know, habits that, that were there presence the last time. And, and they were just there talking about how utterly hopeless and disconnected they felt. And at the end they came up and just said, thank you. We just, we, man, we just, we feel good. We feel connected. We have a good sense of a couple of things that we didn't really need to focus on. And in more so we just, we know what to do now to move forward. Mm-hmm. And, and so even, you know, a lot of us, you know, we don't always need to go to a counselor. I mean, that's great. And Aaron and I've done that, but just, just investing in your marriage by coming to an event, um, it, it just, the investment, the investment that you're making, the, the ripple effect that that can really create is, is outstanding. So, mm-hmm. you know, and Aaron and I do this as well. We, we look for events to go to and, you know, we, we get the marriage books and, you know, because it's all about growing together, right. you know, because right. I don't want to wake up one day and just roll over and think, man, I don't know her anymore. She's a stranger. I feel like such a roommate. That's what scares me more. I always tell Aaron, I know that you, I know you love me and you made that commitment and thank you for telling me. But what I would much rather her say to me is that I like you. Yeah. And that's really, I guess, thinking about what would be the one thing that I would love to see couples walk away from is feeling like we like each other. 
That's mm-hmm. perfect. Boy, you're going to want to make plans to attend the Resist the Drift Marriage Conference, again, coming up February 24th and 25th, right here in uh, Colorado Springs at the Focus on the Family Campus. And Greg and Aaron, you guys have been great. It's been so much fun. I've had more fun in the breaks between the on-air segments, <laughs> frankly. And uh, you're going to want to attend and um, meet these guys if you haven't met them already. Make plans to attend you can go to resistthedrift.com and also um, maybe look at Focus on the Family if you need additional help. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us. Mm, our pleasure. Thanks for having us. Now yeah. we can drive by and know you're here and we'll wave. I hope you will. I'll look for you. <laughs> okay. I'll check on that. You'll listen for the honking yes. of the horn. That's Aaron. <laughs> Any honk you hear, that's Aaron. Thanks so much for listening to Colorado Springs Crosswalk. And you came along. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.